podcast has been on. <laughs> the podcast never ends. It never starts. It never starts. It never ends. It just continues. Is it recording? We are the podcast. Yeah. What am I talking about? Is it recording? What? <laughs> How could it not be? Yeah, it's that, always recording, guys. That I don't know. That was an hour or something. That was like the best podcast ever. But it's just for you and me. Yeah. No space time. So, sorry, guys. That shit was not for y'all. <laughs> yeah. To listen to. You were ready. Prohibited. Yeah. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna put on our podcast suits and ties. And give you the official story. Here. Yeah, 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 yeah. And fucking, uh, uh, what's that called? The official letter or whatever signed and. Okay, I'm gonna set the stage. So, we're on Ocean? What the fuck is this? Terravella? <clears throat> Hanging out by the beach, San Francisco. Beautiful, iconic San Francisco, California. In the middle of a pandemic. Not giving a fuck raw dog in life. <laughs> Mind you, we're not wearing masks no, or gloves. No gloves. Terribly socially irresponsible. But I'm clean. You're clean. I'm right? clean. We're all clean, man. Yeah. Well, we're not all clean. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sure as fuck, I'm clean. Yeah. So, okay. There's two reasons. I, I, what inspired me, and I don't give a fuck. I'm going to just, just say it. I'm, I'm not going to, like, fake the funk. What inspired me was I heard Joe Rogan and Duncan Trussell's podcast. And they did a a podcast for the time, for the pandemic time. And it hit me of, like, I found so many cool-ass recordings of Alan Watts and Ram Dass and all these guys back in the 70s through YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah. And this is kind of like a stoner thought. It makes more <clears throat> sense when you're high. But you go, they didn't know YouTube was even going to exist. Yeah. They were just talking. <laughs> Somebody recorded them. And then I come along, you know, in fucking the 20 teens and find it and listen to it. And it speaks and to me. And they impacted and influenced the fuck out of my life without even wanting to you know or knowing. Yeah. Like, changed my fucking life. Brought yeah. me out of, you know, sorrow and depression and brought me happiness and opened up my fucking eyes. And they didn't even know. They, they were just doing their thing. And so it kind of hit me of like... I, I got to record at least one podcast That's crazy. during this COVID-19 freaking thing because who knows what what weird future alien when we're all like have no body hair, you know, in like 20, 21, 21, 21 or something like that. Self-awareness right? and consciousness are literally the medicine to all fucking problems. Huh? That's it. I couldn't like... And you know what? Me even knowing this, I don't even give a fuck sometimes. Like, I know how to get out of these feelings, but sometimes I just, the action figure wants to dwell in them. Yeah. Almost like it wants, like, it's it like in, it. It's like indulgent, right? Yeah. It's like, I want to I just get in it and just do Feel it. Feel the pain. And don't dude, even, yeah. But right now, more than ever, it's like, every, because a good majority of people, all my kids are home from school, all of this. So you're sitting there, there's no real problems like in in the moment of being at home nobody's sick everybody's good there's no real problems there's obviously huge problems in the world there's a lot of people suffering you know what can you do maybe you can make some masks maybe you can do whatever well, we've been blessed to you know live where we live you know what i'm saying know, in the dude. united states and we're not have in to California. be exposed yet and have homes too and we don't have to be exposed to fucking a lot of shit Things that you take for granted yeah a lot of places they don't have the fucking luxury of having Dude, I was thinking about, like, the f- how crazy is it? So, essential work, right? Essential workers are able to keep working, such as yourself and me, right? Yeah. Keep the lights on. 
keep the water damage from. We sanitize the fucking shit. We sanitize yeah, they the, hire us to sanitize buildings for COVID nineteen. That's right. That's how we've been staying up pretty much. So now essential work also is uh, the grocery store workers getting fucking food. Yeah. Things we just. It's the you you click the button on Amazon and the food comes to your door, right? That's just what happens. We had totally mechanized the whole fucking thing, and That's now all of a sudden, right? Man, they're trying to literally get us used to this is the new way of living. You can just don't go don't go to the store. Yeah. Have it bring us to your fucking house, dude. More and more, right? And then all of a sudden, we realize it's a human being that's bringing the fucking food to your door, yeah. and if that human being doesn't. You know, I got I got a tribe. I got five kids, myself and my wife, that will starve if we don't get food. If the so whole supply chain. That's why. If I, the farmers to the truckers. The truckers, the, yeah. You know what I mean? Stop. And, and, and we didn't want to give these motherfuckers a living wage of fifteen dollars an hour. <laughs> ah, their work's not that important. It's just fucking survival. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how how are we reassessing society as like what's essential? All the shit we thought of, like, the stockbrokers and the fucking, you know, the Wall Street people, buy, buy, sell, 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 that that are making six figures and millions of dollars and all that. What are they providing when shit hits the fucking fan uh, and we all need to count on fellow humans to survive this shit? That's what I was thinking of, man. You know, and uh, San Francisco is so conscious and diverse. And I know, I love that's it. That's why I'm not really worried if shit hits the fan here. Like, you know what I mean? I think neighbors will take up in arms and be, we'll all be united. At least, at least I hope and wishful thinking makes me feel that way. When I'm particularly optimistic, I feel the same way. Yeah, you know, and same as yeah. Berkeley and places, but I'm sure there's other places, man, where... You're, you gotta watch out for your neighbors wanting to potentially kick your fucking door in well, bro, while you're sleeping. What's like, crazy? Sorry to all East Coast listeners, you're gonna hate on us. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. you look at when California was told to to shelter in place and stay home, it seems like everyone L.A. Bay Area was like, "Got it, boss," and fucking went inside and started wearing the fucking gloves and took their kids out of school and and it seems like god i hate to even fucking say this dude but fuck it you got it seems like the east coast was kind of like yeah fucking make me stay home you know what i mean and, uh, and you know yeah. what i mean yeah. and they're fucking paying for it now dude and, and and I was surprised how fastly we caught on. I was gonna think, man, there's gonna be riots and hella crazy shit. And I kind of I was it. thinking and feeling impulsive too. I'm like, I better get ready, man. Motherfuckers are gonna be worrying right now. We get my shotgun shells. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. But it's just like fuck. And I started getting worried. And um, I'm actually, I'm, I'm. It's safe to say, I'm, I'm pretty fucking proud, you know, of the Bay Area doing too, its bro. fucking job, man. I gotta show you this video. I saw this shit on the San Francisco Chronicle on YouTube. Did a thing about. All these artists in San Francisco are creating videos and doing all these Zooms, like interpretive dancers, and and they're all the businesses are doing shit online, either or they're 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 providing their services through the mail or their fucking performances through online. Yeah, I know artists are doing like fucking at home concerts now. And, And and all of a sudden you realize when you're home alone, like I'm lucky enough, I got nothing but surrounded by people. You know, beautiful ass family. people beautiful. at that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Beautiful minds and souls, yeah. But if you're alone, that's kind of like a lifeline. Depressing, line. yeah. You know, like a lifeline is to have podcasts, to have the audiobooks, to touch in. Like, more than ever in my life, I've been like, I want to know what Sam Harris has to say about this. I, I, I look and I see his podcast come up, and it's like a friend fucking seeing someone call me. You know yeah, what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I get to hear how Sam's. Like how he's taking how Sam's this. doing, yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean, and, and and I respect his opinion, and and you know, are we gonna be okay, and and so this is uh, 
all this is setting up the fact that I really wanted to do a podcast. I couldn't do it with anyone else but you. <laughs> I couldn't, dude, in this fucking pandemic. Right on, man. And I just want to... Are people just not trying to meet up, or...? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, I'm considering maybe doing some over Zoom. But yeah. even if people do want to meet up... I. You you are you're the Duncan Trussell to my Joe Rogan. <laughs> you, you are, bro, because I can just say whatever the fuck. I you know what I mean. It yeah. doesn't have to be spiritual, but we can get fucking spiritual. It doesn't have to be. Because we I mean? have that common understanding. You know what I'm saying? Where yeah, we could speak on a level of you obviously function properly in the in the regular matrix, of right? Course, as yeah. my, as myself we pull as it well. Off. Yes. But yeah, we pull it off. Yes. Rather fucking dash. Put, put on a, put on a good show. Yeah. Put on a real yeah. good show. But at the same time, we are very, very in tune and aware of uh, the deeper end of things. Yeah, dude. Like, we're we're in the movie, but then we're also, like, we're, we know we're watching the movie. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, so that's so all this is to set up. I, I got to throw this out there to the dream-talking community. Yeah. I, I so bad at introduce this. Is, I'm introducing my buddy, Checo. You are on episode one. I don't know. If yeah, you don't got to reintroduce yeah, me. Yeah, whatever. I've been around since episode one. Man. I've been around since the last to the last episode. Man. I'm going to be here. You guys better get used to it. <laughs> Bitch, I am dream-talking. Motherfucker! <laughs> I am you! <laughs> so, all of that is to say, I want to just throw this out there as like a... I, I've been I've been so bad about calling people. I had two really badass conversations with two of my favorite minds over the phone today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both over an hour long as I'm working. Um, and, and I still got my Paul, you know, I, I tune into a Zoom and I still have a connection there through the virtual space. But I want to throw this out to my little... I got a couple of texts over the last week of people saying like hey you gonna put out another dream talking and i've never had that before you know what i mean and it was so cool and one of them the does it doesn't it make you feel like all right so i'm providing something for the world yeah. that the world is reciprocating and now i want to give and more no, of it because no, they want more exactly of it. Yeah. no ego no like like it's i have i'm something special completely not yeah of but course it's not. A cool you're like, providing your service almost like what you were meant to do exactly. what you were made to do that's it bro yeah yeah and it's it's almost like a duty in some weird way or whatever just like hey yeah a officer reporting for fucking <laughs> duty but just like you know in- we're those unconscious fucking bumps yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. hey you're over here selling lsd on hate street for six dollars motherfucker <laughs> that's it so this so is- you're, you're you're you reach christ consciousness but you still drink mad dog 2020 <laughs> i don't know Something ain't added up here. I think you crossed the line to bum. It's actually Bud Light, sir. <laughs> I couldn't see the label through that paper bag. Okay. You're, you're free to go. You're sir. not quite a bum. Yeah, you're not. <laughs> Stay away from that mad dog. Ah, so, all that is to say, Checo, thank you for being here with me. If this is the end, I'm glad I'm here with you. Thank you, Nick. Thank you for having me here, man. I, it's For me, it's a fucking honor. It is for me too, man. If this ship sinks, then we'll be on it together. But I really, right now, this particular, what is it, April 8th? I think 8th sounds yes. right. I kind of feel, and the statistics, and now, you know, we could go back and listen to this a month and be like, those motherfuckers didn't know what was coming. But I kind of feel like, at least California, Bay Area, we handled it right. Thank Buddha. Thank Krishna. 
and the curve seems to be coming down by the statistics. I think so. And I I, what I heard was it was going to be the peak this week and next week as yep. well. That's what I've been hearing too. But I think the peak might have been last week and the week before that, and they're just telling us that so that yeah. we could save our last two weeks of being here. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and just let it really die. Yeah, let it really die. But the thing is, man, is there still is uncertainty. We don't – like the thing is we could be in this social distance situation – for another month, or it and it could, wasn't it even could that be bad. For another year, though, and it wasn't even really. That it wasn't bad. that bad, but there still is the uncertainty of like, what if we get back together and it fucking spikes again? We don't know what the hell is going on. We haven't faced one of these in modern society. These pandemics. When was you the know? last one? The SARS? They, what, over well, a thousand years ago, well, or some shit like that. Well, yeah, SARS was fifteen years ago, whatever, but it didn't. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> oh, oh. I know, I know you're young, bro. A thousand years ago. <laughs> Hey, if it was before high school, it might as well. Yeah, dude. Years well, yeah, yeah. But SARS isn't fucking anything like this. Uh, I think a hundred. What I heard from one of the the doctors was about the Black Plague. About every hundred years, one of these seems to hit yeah. humanity. Um, and uh, but it's just so crazy that a lot of shit's happening. You know what I mean? Right now, not just this, like politically fucking Donald Trump were stepping on yeah, some people's dude. toes and fucking yeah. not just that what there was uh the wildfires up north yeah man. so close to home it's like surreal last times man. yeah is it the earth itself trying to fucking clean itself that's definitely when I get really high that's what I think you know sure. what I it mean really yeah like it's, like, it's hey, purging motherfuckers itself. ain't acting right you know it's it's very possible, or it could just be that this is what the Earth always has done, but we've never had this many fucking people that live in this global international environment, and so we're just hitting it for the first time in this condition. The way I you know see it, I mean? there's numerology. I know numerology plays a very 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 important role in um this in, in fucking creation and in existence. I know that we used to uh practice sacrifice even though it would be mm. an honor you know what i mean to give your life up to Especially god yes yeah yeah specifically and we would like to um rest, it would restore order and just having a specific set of numbers and not you know what i mean not you know not fucking it up with god because yeah. my relationship with god man is way more important than fucking <laughs> being overpopulated and shit um we haven't done that we haven't done that in a long ass time and maybe god aka the earth or whatever the fuck you want to label it or yeah, call it or whatever life, you know um, you know yeah. some people might get that biology yeah yeah yeah, yeah. fucking um maybe if the earth is like all right you guys didn't do it yourself i'll fucking do it myself i'll do the job yeah, myself yeah okay i'll take it into my own hands so the two people that have said that the most poetically to me that i've heard so two two joe i i gotta recommend two joe rogan podcasts i don't listen to them all anymore but the, By the way, Joe Rogan, Rogan does not sponsor us. <laughs> no, he doesn't. No Alpha Brain. I'm actually not on Alpha Brain right now. Just the uh, nicotine. We are spo- we are sponsored by those Rhino pills that they sell at the cheap liquor stores. <laughs> yeah, those those Rhino pills. If you need to fucking get it up, and you don't care any about, any liquor store, <laughs> you don't care about long term damage. Get a Rhino. Get pill. a Rhino pill, guys. Okay. Just m- mention uh, Dream Talking and Checo. <laughs> Code word, password, Checo. Thirty percent off. Check or rock hard. Pretty no. prison. No. <laughs> we got the sponsor out of the way. All right, all right, all right. I forgot. I'm glad now that that's out the okay. fucking way. Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah. The one with Duncan Trussell is an absolute. It's like a dr- psychedelic trip listening to the the fucking episode. And then the one he did with uh, Eric, not Eric, Brett, Brett. I always get him fucked up. No, Eric Weinstein is fucking insane. 
It, it just gets... He, he calls it... So what we basically have been through up to this point, he calls it the big sleep. We've gotten away with running society... Up way, until like 2012, maybe? Up, up until like today. Yeah. Like up until 2020. That we've gotten away with... Just think about like... So the people... There's some, there's some guy that posted something in Texas and then Trump fucking started talking about it and Fox News is talking about... Hey, we're going to get back to work. This is the first time I feel like that we've ever made fucking social media such a big thing that our president is fucking using it. Like, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, it's absolute unprecedented And times. it's, dude, and it's like, what the fuck? Like, this is so unprofessional, so un... un it's anything. a joke. It's like a reality It's a show. fucking dream, dude. 100%. That's why I'm like, I'm not taking this shit serious. If if my country's going to be acting this unserious, I'm going to not give a total fuck. <laughs> exactly. Because I'm going to be... Acting serious and taking shit serious, yeah. and stuck with the fucking bag at the end when everybody else says fuck Peace. all of that. It for real, dude. It feels like, it feels like the Earth is like, hey, humanity, grow the fuck up and figure this shit out now, because you've been in this teenage adolescent stage. Just think of just capitalist, you know. And I I've gone through evolutions of you know capitalism, communism. I'm not a radical Berkeley Antifa person at all. I've yeah, definitely yeah, gone yeah. through through my own evolution. But look at what capitalism has has brought us to at this point. When, it's when created some hit. ugly shit, man. It, well, it's created that... I look how people are looking at. Things are scarce. Oh my god, I'm worried about my neighbors. Fucking, chain. even at work, like, alright, all these fucking resources are PPE is scarce. Motherfuckers don't, like, they have to lock up everything. They're they scared of us that. taking away tape and stealing fucking Tyvek suits and, you know what I mean? Everyday shit, because obviously N95 masks are so fucking hard to get right now and hospitals are, are over here demanding the fuck out of them and i can just see how people are acting literally my boss is like who the fuck is stealing shit he thinks everyone's he's treating everyone like a fucking thief but like like the life and death the 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 fight or flight instinct yeah right now there's a lot of reptile part of the brain is kicking in there's a lot of tense muscles a lot of teeth grit in a lot of mean negative thoughts going in the air there's Human beings are being really fucking tense because that fear-driven ass emotion is fucking overriding their system, yep. and it's it's ugly to say, but yeah, these times are pushing human beings. So, so into something that. I something I heard an economist say was, up to the pandemic, we had the the supply chain, we had the economy was so efficient as long as we never hit a bump, right? Everything was just enough with no excess. Everything was just enough to get by, and then all of a sudden we hit a bump, and we're like. Oh, we need more masks, ventilators, this, this, and that. We weren't prepared for that because there was no, there was no capital, there was no money incentive, economic incentive to be prepared for that stuff. This is the Who whole. Who was telling me that? Like, how do we not run out of some other shit, but we ran out of that? Like, what? Like, yeah. Who well, the fuck was telling it, me that? Because, me? because we've made. In a lot of ways, I'm not a total fucking out there hippie. I guarantee you, we're not gonna run out of liquor anytime. Exactly. So check it out. We've made a system that's all about consumption, pleasures, and and and, and growth. Growth. We gotta have more. We gotta have more. We can't just be good. It's like Joe Rogan makes a joke all the time (sighs) about. You know, is it like the iPhone 7 is like as good? You, you, you could have that the rest of your life. You don't need the 8, 9, 10. Yeah, <laughs> you know no, what I mean? It kind of covers all of your bases. Do you really? But we, our economy has grown and, and capitalism has brought all People this People just want more technology. and more shit. That's I need why. the next. I need the, the, the best. I need the greatest. That's why when this girl asked me what I want for my
my birthday. I'm like, that's so long from now. I don't even know. I don't even, you know what I mean? I look baffled as fuck. I'm like, what? She's asking me what I want. What physical, what physical materialistic thing I would like. I'm like, I don't know. Like, yeah, dude. And in the pandemic, I'd be happy enough just to be here laughing my ass exactly. off, man. Like, what? You got it, dude. You realize, wait, I didn't actually need any of that shit. I was on this, like, this, like, the next deadline on the next thing on the on this fucking roller coaster. I didn't even know I was on a roller coaster. I thought that was life. I yeah. Thought, you know what I mean? And all of a sudden the roller coaster stops and you're like, but life goes on. Yeah, I can and, breathe still. What? Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually good, like without any new stuff, uh, without <laughs> you know, without having to leave my house. I'm so lucky, weekend. yeah, that I learned. I got to I learn know. those values early on in life. We're we're all very lucky if if you have learned it and if you haven't if you're sitting at home and creating problems in your own mind and i'm not saying i'm fucking perfect i've done it too just realize that's the mind doing its job it's going to continue to create fucking problems Problems. and and it's going to you know paul always talks about what's not happening you can sit there and what's happening is like you're in your house surrounded by your family or you're in your house and you know, you've, you're watching a movie and eating dinner, you're good, but what's not happening, the mental state can tell all sorts of stories about why you're fucked, right, why uh, the end is coming, why you're gonna die, why terrible things are gonna, all that, but all that is just in the mental state, and if you can see it for what it is, you can't necessarily stop it, you can't will it to stop, but you can just see it as the mental, you know, story, and you can uh. go, okay, I see it. It's my brain doing its job because it's designed to make me survive. And that's what's gotten me here. That's what's gotten me to the dance. But now that I'm at the dance, I'm not going to worry about, you know, getting to the next greater dance. I'm going to enjoy this one. Enjoy this I'm one. I'm going to dance here. I'm going to... we Hey, if I can, like, send out a public message to the world, we've arrived. We're good. So now let's let's look out for your neighbor. Look out for, like, look out for humanity the whole idea of like we got so down to individual like i'm good i can click the fucking amazon uh the amazon button and it comes to me me but you don't see all we're all in this together and it's so in our face now that we we didn't want to pay those motherfuckers 15 dollars an hour you know what i mean essential for our survival they should be able to survive and have health care and have all the basics oh but like you said capitalist is what started all this mentality that we have and all this fucking crazy ass envious ass feelings that a lot of people be having so there has to be a balance obviously not too communist but not too capitalist neither yeah so there's got to be a fucking i don't know what the what the next stage is but i know that everything up to 2020 was chapter one let's say and it's time for radical change chapter two what the fuck are we going to be moving anarchism motherfucker (laughs) my bad my bad my bad anybody from uh you know (laughs) homeland security listening to this i was Uh just kidding Uh uh-oh what what was that beat oh no it's happening again (laughs) 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 sorry um we just got a report that you guys are recording a podcast right now that's um yeah, God against uh, our rules and regulations. How, you guys, how, please come with us. How do you during a pandemic? We didn't even upload it yet. What the fuck? <laughs> you don't have better things to do, aren't I'm assuming dying? you have cocaine and guns on you. Well, How about the car with your hands up, officer? I, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Damn it! Send it out. Check out to the to the YouTube. First, they killed Tupac. 
Then they killed Mr. Rogers. Damn it. Who's next? Nick and Chekhov. Cool. God damn it. One of us has got to survive to get it forward. Oh. I'm uploading man. it to the cloud. Don't worry. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, now I'm going to say another thing before I forget. Yeah. So, getting back to the essential workers, right? If you're a healthcare worker right now, you're literally... Um, this on, is, your life is on the fucking you, you are, line. You are a hero. Yeah. You're the very definition of a hero. You are risking your own self, safety, and life to save others. You're a fucking hero. So, you know, yes, I'm keeping the lights on, barely. What I'm doing is nothing compared... Yeah, you're sanitizing. You're probably doing more for humanity than I am. Right? No, just at the moment being, but this right. shit's going to pass. But yeah. these motherfuckers are putting their life on the line... They don't have the proper PPE, personal protective That's equipment. That's some shit. That's some bullshit, dude. And how were we not prepared for this? So, so shit. salute if, if this episode really is uh, sponsored by anybody. It's sponsored by the healthcare workers, the true fucking heroes that are are yeah. saving humanity, dude. For real. Like that's not even a. That's not even me being poetic or fucking. That's real life out there. I saw this thing online, and it was just a quick glimpse. I didn't do no real research on it or nothing, but it was a fucking story that obviously was meant to touch your heart or your fucking feelings, whatever the fuck. And um, it was an older lady. She's like, nah, I don't want a ventilator. She just denied it. She's like, I already lived a full life. Give the younger people ventilators. And she died. And I'm just like, what the fuck? I'm just... That shit, bro. <laughs> she touched my heart like a motherfucker when I heard that. <laughs> I'm just like, God bless the fuck out of that woman. I'm like, <laughs> and there's people out there. So my girl Elizabeth, uh, her cousin's sons, and and his girlfriend, they're all they they used to be prop designers for plays and stuff. They're spending 12 to 18 hours a day making masks, sewing masks. And giving them to healthcare workers. Beautiful. You know Beautiful. what I mean? Like you're not doing anything else. Like that th- again. Another. They're they're supporting the heroes. So yeah. you're a hero. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. like w- when shit hits the fan, what what are you, what are you doing for society? It makes me actually kind of feel like a piece of shit right now. Yeah, I'd be feeling it. like I'd be feeling pretty scumbagish to I myself, like- <laughs> Nick. I don't. Because <laughs> the jobs that we do do, we charge clients a lot of fucking money. I'm pretty sure. At least like ten bands every yeah. fucking job, and yeah. I'm just like, what the fuck? We're only doing this for, yeah. Well, and, you know, and then you got to get back into like it's a dream. I was just thinking like of all my kids, uh, like setting up a straight sweatshop in my house and having them make fucking masks twenty four seven. Pasta, crack the whip. <laughs> Papa, can, right. can we eat lunch? No lunch. Lunch time is in three hours. After twenty five masks, you can eat lunch. <laughs> when I ring that bell, that's when you guys eat. Having the baby in the, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, I'm saving the world. Yeah. Yeah, motherfuckers. You don't Saving the know. world when you, with these kids' tears, blood, sweat, and tears. Papa, how come you're not in here sewing? I don't know how to sew. <laughs> I never learned. Ah, uh, bro. Leave that instructional Barbie DVD. <laughs> Barbie showed you how to make a mess. We're going to take our N95 Damn Damn anti-COVID-19 mask. How, was Bar- how did Barbie know? She was ahead of the curve, man. She was ahead of the curve. Barbie always knows. I have a no Barbie policy in my house. <laughs> That's good, Nick. One of, one of uh, I, I, there's so many things that Amina, like, I, I, I see my, um, I don't even know that I'm influencing her so hugely, but I am. And so some girl brought in a Barbie for show and tell or whatever sharing thing. And, um, and Amina was just like, 
It's like, my papa doesn't like Barbies. <laughs> my papa doesn't like Barbies. He was just like, he, he, he thinks, he, he, you know, he likes he likes Totoro and he likes this that. So her show and tell thing was pretty good. Oh, why the hell is he that? Another thing was somebody at school called her, called her a weirdo. Huh. And she was like, oh, cool. Yeah, my papa likes weirdos. <laughs> like, she didn't even care. She's like, yeah, I'm a, of course I'm a weirdo. Yeah, like, <laughs> papa always said he likes weirdos. Like, like the fact well, that's that cool. she's got a positive connotation. Yeah, I love that, Nick. That's beautiful. I know. I wish, you know, I, I had to do it on purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah, just, of course not. Just me fucking being her dad. <laughs> How fucking cool that is. Of course, like... Of course you're going to have a big ass influence on her. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. I think that's beautiful as fuck, Nick. Yeah, and there, there's the other side of it too, like when, you know, your little three-year-old says something like, God damn it. You're like, oh fuck, I really got to <laughs> watch my language. That's about. nothing compared it's to, nothing. to the fucking little human being that you're raising, the little soldier that I you're going to fucking create. You know what I'm know. saying? That's what, that's nothing. <sighs> okay, that was a good little fucking, we got a good run there. Yeah. Let me, I want to do something real quick. So, I, I'm I'm noticing when I do podcasts that uh, against my my initial kind of intuition, it's good sometimes to let the guests. When I listen back to my podcast, I go, God damn it, I talk too much. Let the fucking guests talk, right? So I'm gonna use this opportunity to. I want to hear your story. I want to hear the first moment you got a hint of. Oh, there's something more going on. In re in this reality. In this reality. This that you got. Oh, I I've been in the Matrix. And now I'm seeing the Matrix. Your first little hint of a red pill. I know. I've been giving you some fucking girthy ass. Rhino, yeah. Rhino we've red been, pill. Yeah, we've been doing some crazy shit. <laughs> and I'm I'm saying like, no drugs. No. Like, yeah, yeah. No drugs and, and no homo. <laughs> no drugs and homo. And, and no COVID. Yeah. But yeah. like you know, yeah, yeah. The, the the metaphorical red pills. But when was your first little nibble? So. Um, I started smoking weed when I was 14. That wasn't really it. That's, you know what I mean? I think that did help. I think that did help, you know, crack that little fucking barrier that I have. Um, so I don't know, fucking always having my mind in the matrix. I lived pretty mundane, I feel like, really monotonous, what's the word, like fucking boring, you know what I'm saying, I would get bored, human beings aren't meant to get bored, that shit died a long time ago for me, I don't even know what, I don't even comprehend what the fuck that is anymore, yeah, what the fuck is boredom, we live in infinite everything, so there's no possible way that that could happen, unless there's something wrong with you, yeah, or you're just, you're just seeing it. We're missing it. Yeah. It's right here. Yeah. It's not like anything that you need to do about it. Yeah, there's nothing. Like, literally being in this moment right here, right now is infinite. It's never ending. I don't have to worry about nothing. I don't even have to do nothing. It's happening right now. That's it. That's it. Fucking, um... Okay, so... I was 17. I was about 17. Yeah, maybe 16, 17. And, um... I used to watch YouTube videos. And, um... I remember I ate an edible... I ate a fucking weed edible, and I came across this little video called The Hidden Human History or some shit like that. It was a cartoon on YouTube. Spirit Science. Spirit Science, yeah. Bro, I've I've watched the same one. Bro. Yeah, back in the day. And it's it's fucking... It started talking about 
our story, right? I kind of already had an idea. They were talking about, oh, you know, fucking the Illuminati and the government and this and that. And I'm like, oh, that's a cool little idea and shit. That'd be crazy if it was real or whatever the fuck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. No, it's no, It's just an no. interesting story. Yeah, and then, and then it started making more sense to me as I watched the video of how it explained about the world, you know what I mean, that we live in. And holy fuck, man. What if, what if you know what I'm saying, there really is a plan to keep me oppressed and they don't want me to start knowing shit like this because too many people getting together knowing shit like this will be a problem for them do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. that's where that's why i'm so fascinated with the idea of anarchy and fucking but whatever that's another subject i getting back to the point i was off the edible and then they were talking about meditation and i'm like that's there's no way that's fucking that sounds crazy i knew obviously i've heard about meditation before mm-hmm. but i've never intended to do it myself so i put on a guided meditation because i'm like i don't know how the fuck to meditate yeah. i literally went to another dimension, another planet, <laughs> lived another lifetime in another body. I'm so glad I asked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. And the, that's how deep it fucking got the first time I ever meditated. You were on an edible. Oh, dead. my God, Nick. I couldn't believe that shit. I'm like, everything exists as long as I could just think about it. Everything uh, I want to go give little seventeen-year-old Checo a hug, right? Oh now. man, I wish you did. You figured it out. Yeah, dude, I really did. <laughs> yep, yep. Damn, that's bro, that's pretty young. That's pretty. Yeah, you know, and that's like, that's relatively. I was seventeen yeah. years old, so yeah, I think yeah, I was pretty young when I figured that one out. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, YouTube, dude. For me too, like, year, and, and so a lot of the, I had some wake-ups younger 16 17 uh psychedelics and all that but i didn't i couldn't like i i'd I'd be there and then then there was this feeling of coming back and then still believing the matrix and i had i had my own little questioning it questioning it that came along with myself too i remember science class i'm like science class i remember science class doesn't even let me believe or make me feel Mm -hmm. like i've there is a higher power and i was questioning it too mm-hmm. and i was in a fucking cycle of of depression watching television it's all and, for nothing yeah it's and then i was high as fuck when i had that realization and i was watching the tv and i'm like why am i watching a box that's telling me what to think <laughs> what the fuck yep. it was the year 2012 it was the year 2012 and i felt that motherfucking consciousness shift December, I think December 21st, 2012, yeah. I think we all felt it, I remember my sister felt it for sure, she used to be in a shitty ass mood a lot, a lot, a lot, and then she, something happened with her own personal thing inside of her, and she went, ended up in the hospital and came back so fucking nice, such a nice person, yeah. obviously we all have our ups and downs, but ever since then we progress, and yeah, we, we could talk kind of consciously, you know what I mean, like we can understand each other, yeah, obviously yeah. we don't always vibe the same, but we can understand each other and we understand each other for sure just like you and me do yeah. just imagine there was just telestatic between you and me but we could still talk and communicate yeah and verbalize I, things I could get it you know every I mean? now and then it would break through not even now and yeah. then dude not yeah. even now and then I'd still understand you but you just like she just wants to put me down I don't know why <laughs> dude like what the fuck she just wants to be the superior hey, force in hey, any yeah. because she's in pain man and I want to show her this love but no she'll be like what's wrong with you Chekel what's wrong with you yeah it's okay. I got blessed this this woman. You know, we're hey, all on our path. We got nothing but time, bro. She'll get there. Yeah, she is there. She doesn't know she's yet. There. She's we're there. all there. And we're nowhere. <sighs> I'm glad I asked, dude. Okay, now, I wanted to lead up to... Um, you shared another experience that I've missed 
so many of our great podcast moments aren't recorded. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, we're getting yeah. some good ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you shared another that you went on a retreat. Yes, I did. Are you willing to share? Oh my with god. The people? This was a fucking crazy one. And this, this is after seventeen. Yeah, this was after 17. How old was I? I was like 20 or something like this. Okay. Right around when I met you. I believe so, Nick. Oh, shit. I believe so. Maybe yeah. a little bit before or after that. Well, when when I, when I we first... I, we met and then we fucking met. You know what I mean? We kinda... I, re- I remember when I met you. We were on top of a forklift. That's it. In front of Bank, I don't know what the fuck, at Martin Substation. That's it. On Bayshore and fucking um, Geneva, Geneva in yep. San Francisco. And yeah, we were like, what, 20 feet high or 10 feet high, whatever the fuck. We were literally off the ground. And yes. we started talking. I remember I looked at you hell in, hell in the eyes. I'm like, you watch Joe Rogan too? You watch? <laughs> Bro, you were the first person I met at um, the company that shall not be named right. that knew who Joe Rogan was. Yeah, yeah. This is 2015? 2014? I was I 20 years know. old, so... It was before uh, Trump. Yeah, fuck yeah. It was 2014. Barack Obama say. time, I think. Yeah, yeah. I want to say 2014. Oh, Barack Obama was the last president, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, you're good. Fucking, um, I want to say it was, yeah, it was pretty fucking early in the game. Yeah, dude. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> I've known you for infinity, you, but yeah, I love of you course. too, bro. Of okay, course. so we're, we're, in the, we're in the man lift. 25 feet off, up in the air working. We got our nuts and bolts and shit. One of us says the word Joe Rogan. And we both light up like, the Joe Rogan? And then I remember you brought up Alex Gray. Yeah. Who's the artist that does fucking yeah. DMT, LSD, crazy. I forgot gosh. I used to love his artwork. I, yeah. Damn, that's so crazy I that still you bring love that up. It, dude. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I still love ways. it. Yeah. I just haven't. I haven't. It's not in your life. Yeah, yeah. right now at the yeah. moment. That's been a while. Yeah. There's a lot of experiences and people and things that I know I used to know hella good, but now it's like, all right, I'm just adapting so much that okay. I leave things in the past. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now we're going to, again, go back to our origin story uh. that we got down off the ground, and then I don't know if it was the same day. I wanted to say it was another day. I took your ass in the truck and brought you to get coffee. You remember that? I remember that I was in like, Brisbane. I was like, bro, you're coming with me. Because yeah. <laughs> I was like, this this dude knows Joe Rogan, knows Alex Gray. We we got to I got to break him in or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? And we went and got some coffee, <coughs> sat in that truck, talk for at least an hour, if not more. Talk for four just, hours. Just like... do- just dove into it, hardcore. And I and I sat there and I was like. Thank you, God. I look back. I got journal writings that I wrote during that time, during fucking tailboards in the morning. Yeah. Where I was like, thank you, universe, for sending me Checo. <laughs> I can make it. I'm going to make it through this career. I'm going to – I can. I look forward to coming to work because I'm not fucking alone anymore. Yeah. For real, bro. And I can't – I know I'm hella sentimental. I always get sentimental. Nah, that's podcast, hella fine. On this podcast. It's still but yeah, it is. Um, yeah, I was. I remember you were the big reason why. Yeah, I started liking that job as well. Yeah, dude. Yeah. And then everything fucking turned around for me personally. My little story from there. So, when we sat in that truck, one of the many we're trading stories back and forth of this, of the waking up out of the matrix, seeing there's a little something more going on, and you hit me with the retreat. You were like, bro, I just went on a retreat recently, and. And because we were diving into, yeah, um, yeah, we're diving into like some deep shit, like some real human pain, the stuff we don't want to face, the stuff that we <clears throat> we convince ourselves isn't there, but we know it's fucking there. And I got it, 
and I've sat in therapy offices and fucking bawled and cried. I've sat by myself in my car and fucking bawled and cried when it yeah. comes up. Yeah. I might do it today. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. At like, any moment. We we all got it. And, you know, <laughs> they say this thing like everyone's shit is their shit, you know. So it, it's as real for you as it fucking is. And I know there's plenty of people. I know there's Holocaust survivors. I know there's people that have gone through worse things objectively. But your shit is your shit. And you, you broke down to me like... I, for the first time in my life, I had to face that shit at that retreat. I remember that shit touching me. It was beautiful, Nick. All right, so <laughs> let me get into it. All right, so <clears throat> discretion. So this retreat was based around a lot of uh, religious views. Now, mind you, everybody is entitled to their own reality and makes their own motherfucking reality. Don't take offense or nothing. Yeah. Nothing is set in stone. You make your own motherfucking religion. You make your own life. You make everything is fucking gray. It's not black or white. It's gray. We don't endorse nor hate on any <laughs> religious beliefs. Yeah, no, or, no, I'm not hating on any religion. Yeah. Yeah. Nor do I promote any religion whatsoever. Exactly. So here it goes. <clears throat> Leading up to the day that they blindfolded me and took me out into three hours into the woods... <laughs> Every week we would get together and sip coffee. I think they were trying to get me high on coffee. I don't know what. It was like a lightweight semi-cult thing. Whatever the fuck. Because they wanted me to stick around after and to keep telling my story to people. Uh-oh. Shit. Am I going to get too deep? Yeah. Why'd you to recruit? Pretty much. I'm going to just go by uh, the logistics of what happened. No, I love it. It's great. Fucking, um, so yeah, all of this shit. All this shit comes up. They just keep... They're like, yeah, they start bringing up their own stories, sharing their own stories about how they grew up. And it starts to get you thinking. Six, I was a six-week thing. I would meet up with them on Wednesdays, and they would start sharing hella stories, hella stories. There we go with Wednesdays again, bro. Huh. What do we call it? Witchcraft Wednesday? Witchcraft Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. Good. So... They were getting into my subconscious without me even knowing. Just letting them here, here, opening the fucking door wide open mm-hmm. for them. <clears throat> whatever. They take me onto this retreat. They blindfolded me three hours into the woods. Whatever, whatever. I'm sitting with a whole bunch of strangers at a fucking table, and it's already midnight. <laughs> They're giving us coffee. I felt like I was getting fucking kidnapped. They wanted some money. I don't know what the fuck. I'm like, no, this can't be real. They just threw a stack of pe- blank pieces of papers and a pen in front of me and said, write, start writing, right now. <laughs> start writing about your life, the first fucking memory that you had, the first memory. And I started writing, I started writing. They're like, all the shit everybody's ever done bad to you, all the shit that you've ever done bad to anybody, all the pain and suffering you ever felt, all the love that you felt in this lifetime, every, every little fucking detail, remember, that you can remember from the beginning, write that shit down. I was on page six already, kind of feeling loopy, dude. I'm like, fuck, man, how long are we going to be doing this for? And in off, between... Off nothing but coffee. Dude, they were giving us so much coffee, they purposely wanted us to stay up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mind you, I'm I don't know shit about life at this. I mean, I still don't know shit about life. But yeah, yeah. But you super. You were like, I, I don't, I'm in this. Like, fuck it, I'm I'm in this. Ain't no turning back. I'm, if I try to run, they might shoot me. I don't know. <laughs> I'm right. I don't know. I'm riding like yes, a motherfucker. <laughs> Anyways, fucking um. Oh, it was so weird. And then there comes a point where they took me out into the field and they're like, start asking for forgiveness. Yeah, and then um, 
I started asking. I don't. I don't know why. Well, they had another guy first talking about his own sins that you know. And sins are literally. This is what a sin is. It's not something that nobody wrote written down anywhere. It's the fucking. As a human being, as a man or woman, whatever the fuck you consider yourself, you have your own rules. You start to make your own rules for your own life you and your own, your own standards, name. yeah, and your own morals. When you break your own shit, that's a sin already. That's you know. that's all. That's all it is. You yeah. make your own rules. So once you break them, your own, you're going against yourself, and you are a big part of God, or the the source, or the whatever the fuck you want to call it. You know what I mean? The yep. oneness. Yep. It's a metaphor for yeah. something real that yeah, goes on inside of yourself. There's, no, there's no lifeguard god that's an authority that goes, hey, yeah. you broke this rule. There's no white guy in a fucking robe with a fat-ass beard, yeah. and he's hella bald, and he's over here with a fucking mallet thinking, no, this mother... Order in the court. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, if there is one, it exists within your own psychology, yeah. within your own imagination. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's your own... Pick your own That's god. your own issues you got to worry about, dude. I don't know, man. <laughs> that's on you. Yeah, yeah. Figure that we shit ain't got nothing to do with no shit like that. Don't get it, don't get it twisted. Don't get it twisted. Anyways, fucking, um, so where, yeah, yeah, so I'm in the field and I'm like, fuck, all right, yeah, you just, because a lot of the shit that you do, you might think you forgot about it, but this shit will stay in the back of your fucking head and your gut, and then you don't even remember, but it's in there. I started throwing up, and I remember, I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah, and I started crying, too, and and then I was, I'm like, please forgive me, I, I can't feel this no more, I didn't want to feel that bad feeling anymore. And I started yakking black shit. It was nasty. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was I was praying for forgiveness, trying to fucking uh trying to feel better. I felt something in my chest pulling me down towards the fucking earth, dude. It was like so fucking it was I don't know what, dude. It was so real, bro. It is real. It was mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. There was like a chain tied up to my heart, just pulling me down. I don't know towards what, towards the ground. And until at one point, I was with, apparently they gave you a spirit guide or whatever the fuck. Someone that you, personal person that you tell your story to. Someone you don't even know, right? Yeah, yeah. They're just there. They're like shamans or whatever. Like, like a, yeah, shaman. I was going to say like a sponsor maybe. Yeah, AA, yeah like but that. you don't you don't know this person or yeah. have any okay. anything with them. Maybe they, they, them they've been there before. There. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, were there. Exactly. They already experienced person. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, um, it's so weird. And his, they, the, my sponsor, you wouldn't believe what his name was. Pacheco. What? Yeah, and that was his last name. But Pa Checo, Pa means four. Checo, I'm Checo. You know what I mean? That's not a coincidence. They they picked him for me. They didn't. I didn't pick him. Yeah. They're like Pacheco, you go with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they didn't know my name was Checo because that's my nickname, not my government name. They knew my government name. And that's why I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so like, how, how how much more evidence do you need we're living in? I like, do, and it was so weird. It was so weird. This is a dream, But dude. beautiful, yeah. This I'm still dream. living in that dream. Yeah, it's the same dream. Just like 5,000 days later, this is where I'm at. Like, <laughs> yeah, 5,000 lifetimes. Yeah, yeah, fucking, um... And eventually, fucking... I don't know what happened, but I felt the fucking tension off my chest get off, and I literally fell all the way back. I stood up straight and fell all the way back. I lost all fucking power in my legs. It was just crazy, and the tears just ran down, but I felt the block in my chest fucking leave, and I could breathe, and my spirit guide, he was guiding me through this. He's like, let it, he's like, don't fight it, don't fight it, don't fight it, just let it go, let it go, let that shit go, man, you don't want it, you don't even need it, and I finally did just let it go, and I felt the fucking... I felt the air fill up in my lungs, dude. And the tears, they just flowed away. I was lifeless. Not lifeless. I felt like... You were worn out, bro. Yeah, dude. It took a lot of fucking energy out of me. 
it took a lot of energy out of me, Nick. It was crazy. Then I we did that a couple times that retreat, and there was one time I swear to God, dude, I saw a face in the trees telling me, dude, I was gonna be all right. It winked at me and smiled at me and said, "You're gonna be good, man. I got you." I was dude. I couldn't believe it, Nick. Nick, it was a fucking movie, dude. Dude. Oh, and I came back glowing, and everybody even told me they're like, "What are you doing? What's, what's you know what yeah. I mean? You feeling what's your good?" Secret? I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like, nobody's no secret." I was just trying to be so positive, man. I was, and I am still a positive being. You know, it's just been a, a little bit bumpier, a little bit more worn, wear and tear. But I've been blessed to to learn that early on in life, man. I, I really have been blessed. You got thrown in the deep end early. Thank the oneness. Thank you. Bro, thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. That's the craziest. Of course. course. (laughs) So what I love is it's vulnerable to share something like that. Because like you said, the majority of the people you come across are going to go, what? You're fucking crazy. Yeah, man, that guy's doing drugs or whatever the fuck. exactly. And only because, so the guy who was sitting there who was coaching you. Right, for Checo, by Checo, was saying... I told him about my story with Theogens and how they've helped me, and he looked at me like I was a fucking lunatic. Yeah, because he like, oh, yeah, been no. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is, you know, that's his own trip or whatever. Right. But someone that's been there before, and the reason I can hear that, and I I went through a atheist stage, for lack of, of, of it's all bullshit. I, I call it the it's all bullshit stage. I feel like I was going into, yeah, the atheist yeah. stage of yeah. my life right when I fucking broke out of it. Like, like I was maybe in just, the atheist stage for like three months. Yeah, hella quick. Like, bruh. You're a, you're I'm a, like, man, none of that shit exists. That's some bullshit, bruh. And then, boom, boom, boom. Like, once it hits you in your fucking face. Like a fucking hammer shattering yeah. a fucking glass, It's dude. undeniable, right? So I keep calling it, I slowly, I don't have the right vocabulary for it yet, but mm. I really like the idea of there's objective truth. Objective truth is what can be measured scientifically, uh. right? You, you can... Uh, me here can go and t- use my measurement tools, a ruler to a f- microscope to a whatever, and I can measure the world. That's objective truth. Yeah. But subjective truth is, as the subject, what I'm experiencing is true to me. Now, in a dream, the dream feels very fucking true, and t- that's why I love the, the metaphor of dreams. Until you wake up and you go, oh, wait, it was all a dream. And when in your seeming waking life, you get a hint of, oh, this is dreaming too. This is actually ethereal. This is this is smoke. When I go out to really grab anything, there's really nothing fucking there. That is, that's the big wake up, the first big wake up, right? Mm. And then from there, there's many. You can go in the Tibetan. You know, traditions, all sorts of traditions. There's different layers and stuff to that. But once you kind of get, like, the truth, you're already home, and that all of those appearances, those things that arise in the consciousness come. I I love the idea of Sam Harris talks about this in the meditation. Because something arose, you know that the very fact that it appeared means it will disappear. Yeah. So what never appeared? And what will never disappear. Because that's what we truly are. That's what we truly are. Something that never appeared or disappeared. That that thing we did last week in this exact same fucking van where I said, what's looking Oh, my. I was so excited coming to meet you up, Nick, because I'm like, I'm feeling like a tiger right now, Nick. (laughs) A conscious-ass cosmic tiger. Excited. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. When you're looking at the tree, 
that's an object, and you're the subject looking at it. Mm -hmm. And then you take that attention and turn it around and look for the subject. That tree doesn't even know I'm looking at him. What? What's there? Yeah. Nothing. A big... I was talking to my buddy, my buddy Keith, Keith today, who's a reoccurring uh, favorite on, on Dream Talking. He was talking about... He's a like, reoccurring Dream Talking <laughs> addict. He, he's, he's one of my favorite philosophers yeah. of the fucking world. Yeah. Uh, check out his book, Ancient Aliens. Um, not Ancient Aliens, that's the... That's the TV <laughs> show. I was going to say, wow. I was, I was impressed. Uh, aliens. It's This is way better than Ancient, Al- yeah. Ancient Aliens, this shit he wrote. Aliens and Angels. Which is... I think you told me about this already. Yes, bro. You you met him, actually, at Paul's meeting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah older white dude, bald. Yeah. Kind of taller? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, what was I getting at? Um, I was talking to him today, and he was talking about how when he first heard the idea that, let's say, you as consciousness, we'll use the metaphor as you are the mirror that allows all of the reflections, all the objects reflect on the mirror, right? So that was a pretty big, that's the headless, right? I am the headless space that the world appears in. But then what happens for me, and he reported for him, and I think for most people, is you then create the mirror as being another object. You think that there's a mirror and then there's the world. And then that final little realization comes in that there's no mirror, there's no world, there's just this. And that's the kind of like, there is a world, but there's not. There is time, seemingly, there seems to be time, but actually, can you reach out and grab it? Is there anything to it? There's only now. There's only ever been now. There's not many moments. There's only one moment. To call it one moment is even calling it a little bit too much, but you've got to call it something. There's only now. And and now, there's conscious awareness, and that's all there's ever gonna be yeah <laughs> whether you're on the dmt it you know infinite lifetime or trip. you're a fucking xanax zombie fucking yeah. lifetime you know what i mean that's it's it. up and down yeah i know that, exactly what Paul you mean. talks about on your worst day you were seeing you were seeing all the worst possible shit you didn't want to see but you saw it mm. right and on your best day you were seeing. You were seeing this. <laughs> <Right>? so, <laughs> so, take hey, it as you want, man. I don't, that's I don't know how much straightforward it could get. I was saying, no matter what movie's playing, it never damages the screen. Uh, the, all the wars, all the. you take eye damage, yeah, that, yeah, that'll fuck you that's up. Really man. Fuck you. <laughs> but that fucks the instrument no. up. Yeah, the instrument. You, as the thing that's aware, you're now aware of a world through damaged eyes, or you know, you could be blind or whatever. But I got some crazy ass eye damage, man. One eye cannot not see far, but it can see close, and the the other eye can literally do the opposite thing. It cannot see close, but it sees far, hella good. So I don't know. Have what you the thought fuck. about uh, being a sniper? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Glasses. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> I know that I was designed to be a sniper. I'm a. Marvel. I am a machine, not a man. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I'm a Marvel comic book motherfucker, sniper man. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, I feel like I just did a drug trip. What do you mean? We, this is a drug <laughs> trip. Drug trip. Thank you. This the is day crazy. you were born, the doctor spanked your ass and gave you acid. And it's been slowly dripping <laughs> in my system. That explains a lot of shit, man. That explains. So this was off mic, but. Ask me how I know. How do you know? I am that doctor. Oh. And I am you. I knew it. <laughs> You had it planned out. I'm going to come in at 26. I'm going to hit him with this, this, and that. So this is, uh, this is we didn't record it, but uh, 
uh, this is a callback for you and me that uh, at the end of this podcast we're going to actually realize that we were just aliens on a DMT trip. I thought you were going to say we're going to go get some ice cream. <laughs> we can get ice cream, too. Okay, okay, go, uh, go, go, But COVID, got to make our own ice cream, bro. What do you think about the COVID shit? Like, damn, that shit's so weird. Yeah. I just want to be a tiger. I just want to be, t- be a tiger king. Fuck all this. Fuck! I don't want to worry about no COVID-19. Fucking rules. Fucking... Uh, yeah, well... Fucking rules suck. I miss ditching school and fucking... <laughs> getting at girls. Yeah, getting at girls and having my mom yell at me and cook dinner. <laughs> at 6 p.m. and shit. Uh, I fucking... My wife yesterday, I was like... I was like, hey, are we gonna eat dinner? She's like, it's 4 o'clock. You need dinner at 4 o'clock? Damn, you're white. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh a little hard. She's like, ethnic people eat dinner at 9 o'clock. Yeah, I like, 8 o'clock. Okay, I guess. It is a school night. It's a school night, right? I be saying that, too. There's no more school. When bro. girls want to hang out with me, I'm like, oh, it's a school night. <laughs> Jacko, you need to go to work tomorrow. No, I can't raise my frequency. <laughs> Fuck. All right, I'll slow it down. <laughs> 6 p.m. I be falling asleep sometimes at 6 p.m. And then, yeah. Yeah, it feels good. I wish I could. Fuck. I fall asleep at six, but then I get my ass woken up by the babies. By the babies. At seven. And I'm like, Papa, can we make cookies? <laughs> She's like, of course. You do not have to wake me up for this. I got all these. I got all these rules for myself. Like, if uh, my stepson Angelo, if he ever asks me to play catch, play basketball, football, anything, no matter say how you. much I don't want to do it, I have. A what if you're just in the middle of? You know, doing hell of shit. Then when I'm done with the shit, I go play baseball. Yeah. I it, you just th- this is like some Jordan Peterson shit. This is like you know I know it sounds like you gotta make rules for yourself, you ha- right? Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. Check this out. Pick your sacrifice, or your sacrifice will pick, we'll you. pick you. Yeah. That's it. That dude. makes a lot right? of sense. Right. So yeah. yes, I have to play catch sometimes when I don't feel like it. Mm-hmm. But what's the what's the outcome? My son knows he's got a go-to yep. guy, and he knows he's got a physical, and he lives with hella women. And so our new instead of he's playing gonna be catch, a, here he is a boss, but he's gonna develop himself into a fucking yeah, he's already characteristic. A he's, he's, I know he's only yeah. 13. He's gonna <laughs> he's gonna change the world, bro. Yeah. So our new instead of playing catch is hitting pads. So I get yeah. his boxing gloves on, and we just pop, 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 pop. He's hella strong. Is bro. he hella fast? I told you he could yeah, knock yeah, the fuck yeah, out, bro. Yeah. He could knock both of us out. If is he, he hella fast? He's hella fast, bro. It's a little sloppy. We got to clean it up. But, yeah. Dude, it's so cool. Like, this is the Bebo household is I'll put the gloves on. He puts the gloves on. I grab the pads. We, we hit pads till he's dripping in sweat. And then we go to the piano and we play some fucking Beethoven. <laughs> <laughs> and I sit there and I'm like, okay, yeah, you got to pick he's up the He's going to be a little panty soaker. <laughs> I just You're love- creating a fucking monster and that's what i tell people i'm like yeah i want a lot of kids because i want to have my own little militia my own little army i'm gonna have my own little but then i'll be on the other spec- side of the spectrum where i'm like fuck man if the world's really gonna end why am i gonna dump some more kids into this motherfucker yeah well the thing is the world is gonna your world is gonna end that's and you know what i was gonna tell you there's a yeah. saying my grandpa is always saying you know what the world ends for the, the for the motherfucker that's gonna die that's it you know what i mean and we're all gonna die dude think about this uh a hundred every hundred years, all new people. Yeah. Go back a hundred years ago. New people. New, different people. Different people. It, watch a fuck. This is an Eckhart Tolle thing. Watch a video. They have some videos on YouTube of like the early 1900s. Um, it's black and white video, and they with all the technology they can like 
because when they used to they used to spin yeah, yeah so yeah. everything was hella fast so they with technology they can slow it down to real time and they can even add color to some stuff so it looks more real a little more realistic so bro eat a edible or don't do it sober and mm. watch all these people walking around hella busy with their briefcases, with their ties. They're all in a hurry. They all have very important shit to do. And go, all these people are dead. All of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They think what they're doing so important and so critical. My friend just said the same shit. And he's conscious too. Yeah. He said the same shit the other day. Like, you guys think you have all of these fucking goals going on and shit. The earth doesn't give a fuck about none of that. Yeah. You think you're gonna change things, yeah. this, this, and that? It does. You're you're a blimp. You're microscopic. A, yeah. Now, so what the fuck is really going on? Now you, as the action figure, you as consciousness, you actually. You as consciousness are all the action figures with all the land and all the wind and all the seas all, and everything going all on. Time just in every galaxy and every fucking multiverse and every dimension. Haha, ha, motherfucker! I'm talking to you. <laughs> yes, you. <laughs> yeah, you. Is it? I wonder. I, I, just for fun, I like to think, like, whatever YouTube is in 50 years, it'll probably be called something probably else. Probably be a fucking order prostitute site and a fucking <laughs> delivery service for pizza and some more shit. And somebody, and somebody wanders across this podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they wake the fuck up from it. You know what I mean? If we're the old-timey dead black and white video people... That's like, exactly what's gonna happen. These guys didn't even know that like you that could... they were gonna change my life fifty years from now, man. And I hope you do because you know what? We did it for you. In that way, we're like fucking time time travelers. Time can't hold us down. Oh, you didn't know, Nick? <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I, I thought I informed you. Yeah, I'm from the year 2030. That that explains a lot of shit, man. A whole lot of shit. Checko, <laughs> thank you for doing this with me. No, Nick. Thank you. I love you, bro. I love me too, Nick. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I love the fuck out you. If we make it through this pandemic, we'll do another podcast. We're going to do... Infinite. Yeah. On every on every reality plane. In every dimension. Shit, I'll see you on the uh, next one. And I'll see you on the DMC See podcast. you on Rocky Road at... Nirvana O'Clock. Ah. Love you, dude. I love you too. Signing off if I can ever figure out how to turn this off. Go out there and be heroes.